0: Our mind is a powerful place. Often we don't take much time to think about the ways that we think. It sounds a little odd, maybe, but the way we think possibly has the most impact on our life. There is so much to be said about how important our thoughts are and the power that we give to them. All throughout Scripture there are verses which speak on our thoughts and our mind. 2 Corinthians 10 5 says, We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. In this verse Paul is talking about taking every thought that we have captive unto Christ. This means to weigh our thoughts against the Word of God and to test our thoughts to check to see how they align with Scripture. The title of this is, What we identify as is what we become. This isn't anything to do with gender or sexuality, but in how we view and see ourselves and our circumstances. There is a spiritual battle in the minds of humans and it has been ongoing since the beginning of creation. The enemy wants our mind. He is the father of deception and evil and his best tactic is to infiltrate our minds and there he places his foothold, which is why is it critically important to guard our heart and our mind using the word and truth of the Holy Spirit. So often we can allow our situations and circumstances to define us. It is what we give power to that has a hold on us. A long time ago I read an article that I wish I could find or remember more specifics in it, but the main takeaway from it was that if we allow ourselves to dwell in self-pity, in the victim mindset, as always having something go wrong, nothing ever going as planned, always being the one to have to be responsible for something, always being broke or having financial troubles, things in the house always breaking, never getting a chance to rest, etc., then that is what our life becomes. If we can only be aware of the negatives in our lives and only give our energy to our pity parties we throw then that is what our life will become and it will be miserable. When a person lives in this mindset and the hard times come, as they do, it is life, it further reaffirms the person's thoughts that their life is just so hard and they have it so badly, and the cycle continues. We then become hostage to our thoughts and they begin to control us and most times the root of bitterness seeps in. Bitterness robs our ability to have true joy and happiness in all things. When our thought process is miserable that is what we become miserable. This is what the enemy wants. He doesn't want people to live joyful lives with a positive mindset despite the circumstances that are faced. He wants to rob us of all of our joy, and that is what he works so hard at. It is our job to be diligent in guarding our thoughts so that does not happen. I recently did a Bible study through the book of 1 Peter and so often trials and suffering were the topics. Peter wrote that we are called to suffering. In 1 Peter 4 12-13, 1-6-7, he writes, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when His glory is revealed. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith— more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Romans also has many verses which talk about suffering and through our suffering that God will be glorified and that the glory we will receive will be far greater than all of the trials we will face on this earth. Romans 8 18 says, For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. In Romans 5 3 5, we see the verse which tells us that, more than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. As Christians, at some point we have all probably read these verses and know what they say. However, what we do with them is much more crucial than just knowing or recognizing the verses. Scriptural application is what makes such a difference in our lives. Faith without works is dead, we are to be doers of the word not only hearers. God wants us to apply His word to our lives and the way to do that is to surrender ourselves completely to Him and to take our every thought captive unto Christ. It is easy to say and want, than to actually do. It is a process and it takes us being very intentional about the things we do and being aware of how we think, also, what we allow to influence us, and the way we allow any external situations to affect us. When we can face trials, whether they are brought on by other people or things in our life going against the way we thought they would, knowing that God works all things out for good to those who honor Him, we can have peace in our struggles. He cares for us and loves us and tells us to lay all our thoughts and anxieties down at His feet. His grace is sufficient in our trials and weaknesses. However, He also calls us to rejoice. Not just when things are grand and going well, but in our hard times and our struggles. When we can address our problems without allowing them to define us, then I believe we can know that he is truly working within us. It is all about perspective, everything in life is all about perspective and how we view things. If we view our struggles as, oh of course this would happen to me, or I'm always the one going through hard times, or everyone has it so much better than I do, or I deserve so much more, then it really is time to adjust our mindset. This is an unhealthy way of thinking and does not glorify God. First of all, nobody deserves more. Anything and everything we have is a blessing from God. We have nothing in and of ourselves. If we view everything that happens to us as a learning experience or as a chance to grow in our spiritual and personal walks of life, then we will better be able to face challenging things when they inevitably happen to us. God uses hard times to refine us and to test our hearts. Christ purges us and refines us the way a goldsmith does with precious metals and a burning fire to remove the impurities from it. We are kept in the fire until we come through it reflecting Him, or until we learn and understand what He is trying to teach us. This is something to think about when maybe it feels like our life is spiraling and nothing is working out the way we want it to, or we are constantly feeling that we get the short end of the stick. I think God continually allows these things to happen until we— who call ourselves his children wake up to what he is trying to teach us and truly begin to alter our mind and glorify him from a genuine mind and heart. Shifting from having a self-focused, negative mindset to a grateful, joyful, positive mindset doesn't have to be hard. It does require humility to first recognize and admit to ourselves that we have a poor attitude. Far too often every excuse and justification in the book are made as to why we feel the way we do, or just are the way we are. That is purely an act of pride and laziness to not have to address a problem, and by not addressing a problem it takes away from having to step out of our comfort zone to do some work to fix it. Altering a negative mindset is very possible. Anytime complaints or self-pity start to arise, immediately think of a few things you are grateful for. It will automatically stop our brain from being in self-destruct mode and rewires us to begin to think more positively. I believe the reason this gratefulness hack works so well is because Christ calls us to give thanks in all circumstances, not just the good ones. Having an attitude of thankfulness changes so much. When we truly believe that Christ is for us always, then in any circumstance we can know that He will be there with us. Knowing who God is and knowing who we are in Him allows us to be able to shape our perspective. If God never changes and if we are in Him, and that never changes and we stay connected to Him then the only thing that can change is our circumstances— It does not necessarily mean that the circumstances will change or go away or that things automatically become better, but in Christ our perspective changes and we are able to renew our minds in Him, therefore allowing us to be able to view the situations and circumstances around us differently and in a positive light. When we know our identity in Christ, we can walk through life with His peace and knowing that come what may, He is for us and He is with us. Our minds only need to stay fixed on Him, the author and finisher of our faith. Greater than.